0: They can only praise me that much because they also give me a good amount of criticism, so it balances well. So sons, sons get praised and spanked, right? So that's how it works. Man, I was just remembering. Uh, so my mom, go ahead and raise your hand, mom. Hey, mom, that's my mom right there. Uh, she was coming to this church, and I remember I was moving back from Idaho, and uh, I was looking for a home church, but I was just coming, coming to check out New Horizon kind of like, what is this place? I haven't, I haven't been here. I haven't heard of this place. So I was coming as a Pharisee, kind of checking out, make sure everything's good. Okay. And, uh, but then I, I got caught as a son. So kind of this transformation happened. So I, I, I definitely not wanted, wanted to be where I am if it wasn't for this house. And so I'm thankful, thankful for pastors. Anybody else thankful? Yeah. Anybody else thankful for this house? So it's a blessing. If you, you know, those who plant themselves in the house of the Lord will flourish You know, like you're you're by streams of water, tree planted by streams of water. So that's why it's easy to feel dry when you're disconnected from a church. That even means not just giving an hour and a half on a Sunday, but being involved, doing things. And so there's a huge difference. And so I've discovered my destiny in this house. And so you guys can too. Doesn't mean you all are going to become full-time ministers and pastors, but destinies are discovered. Um, I can even think of like uh, Colin Higginbottom. Destiny was discovered here. And uh, Joe Sims, destiny was discovered here. And so, uh, de- who, who wants some destiny? Y'all want some destiny? It's going to be good. I'm super excited. Well, I'm excited for this word. Uh, pastor texted me this morning saying, um, I procrastinated. I don't really do much preparation. I'm so sorry. Um, I kind of flaked. And so, could you just figure something out? No, I'm just kidding. So, just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> now, he and I were talking, and, uh, and we were just talking about what we were stirred for. And so, I've been stirring... Um, Just this word in this message called War Club, and uh, you got to, you know, figure out some fancy title for something to look at, right, on a screen. But I remember a couple years ago, no, not years, weeks, man, time flies. So much happens when you hang out with Jesus, you feel like you get years done in a week. So (laughs) a couple weeks ago, I had this vision. I shared it um, with uh, some of you if you were here. I saw myself in the center of New Horizon Church, and I was holding this hammer-like weapon, and the handle was made out of gold. And then you had the like hammer portion, like the block was made out of iron with the inscription, God is with us. And I just saw myself hammering the ground, boom, boom. And cracks started happening in the ground, cracks spread out of the church, out into the city, out into the region. People saw the cracks, and they were intrigued, and it drew them. And they found the source, which is that new horizon. And I saw myself symbolic uh, for us as a body that we are ones who hammer in the presence of God, and that's what draws people in. And we're shaking the ground with uh, releasing and declaring and experiencing the presence of God. Right? So, yeah. Thank you, Jesus, for using my mind to show something. Uh, So here's the outcome of this morning. It's uh, for you to find some new zeal, okay? If you don't have zeal... It's time to find some zeal. Or if you had zeal and you lost it, zeal is going to be restored in you. Also, you're going to have a revelation of victory this morning. You're going to experience that you actually are victorious. I would say I have victory. You're also going to be provoked to be aggressive. To be aggressive with the kingdom of God and to be one who attacks. One who's on the offense instead of defense. Uh, You're also going to have a sense of assignment released. You're going to discover what your assignment is. Either your assignment's going to be confirmed this morning. What I mean by assignment is God has a plan for you on this earth, and he wants to specifically use you in a unique way. So it's either going to be confirmed where you're at, or you're going to recognize where God wants to take you, and then also um, you're going to begin to step out. This morning is going to be the beginning of stepping out, beginning of stepping out. Am I hitting it too much? Am I getting too excited? Is it all right? We're good? All right, Jeremiah 51, verse 20. This is where it is, right here. Jeremiah 51:20. He says, this is God saying, you are my war club, my weapon of war, and with you I shatter nations, and with you I destroy kingdoms. Yeah. So this is is Jeremiah prophesying. Is my cord loose? Is that what's going on? I'm fine. This is Jeremiah prophesying uh, what's going to happen in the destruction of Babylon. God is fed up with Babylon, and he's going to use Cyrus of Persia to bring forth destruction over Babylon. And how many of you know, if God can use... Some, uh, some dude of power, or maybe even a non-Christian, to bring forth his will, he could probably use you. Right? Granted, he used Jesus, and then Jesus says, you do greater than me, so that means we get to do greater than Jesus. Have you experienced that yet? <laughs> Anybody experience doing greater works than Jesus? Uh, this 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 word war club, mapetes, it means to pulverize. To pulverize, to demolish, to spread out, to completely destroy. So and then I reading this and having that vision of Pastor through this verse out, how many of you glad pastor knows the Bible, or else I might have not discovered this for a couple of years, right? And so but As I was reading this, I had this sense like, oh my goodness, God has called us to be his war club, his weapon of war, his instrument of war. That completely transforms maybe what uh, some of us Christians are living, right, as a war club. We're a war club, not a little dandelion feather. Just causes a little tickle, gets blown by the wind. So war clubs are usually made out of wood, okay? I got the modern day street war club here. Uh, but war clubs are usually made out of wood, and they're used for close combat. So if I'm God's war club, I'm, I'm used for close combat. So that means uh, instead of me kind of being this uh, hiding behind my walls, shooting little arrows over the wall, and hopefully it did something, hopefully it hit somebody over there, instead of that, I'm meant to like go out into the wilderness and, and start causing some destruction. I was feeding my son yesterday pretty sure it yesterday, I don't know, I feed him a lot, <laughs> don't worry, every day he gets food, so I was feeding him yesterday or sometime this week, and uh, he's getting all this crazy spinach and sweet potato and whatever Brianna makes and whips up, and sometimes he makes a mess, and, so- and he loves, you know, especially if he gets his hand in that little dish and just, uh, there's one, <laughs> yeah, it was yesterday, I was feeding him, and right at the point where I put all that food in his mouth, Pew! sneeze, sneeze. <laughs> It just went everywhere. I was cracking up. It was so funny. It was so funny. At this age of seven months, he just loves to grab things, get a hold of things. Uh, Now he's at this point on this little, uh, where they have back time and tummy time, and they got like that little mobile. You put them on the ground, and they can look at the mobile and stuff. Now instead of looking at it, he's like, he like pulls it off, tries to rip it. He sees like the tag of the product, and it like irritates him. He's trying to pull it off, and like he's like making the thing like lean to the left or to the right. It's funny, at at this age, and even naturally, a child being born, they they almost have this sense of, I must take over. I must take over. Whatever is in my path, I will make sure it is mine. Man, what if the church was like that? You know what I'm saying? What if we were like my little seven-month-old? I'm like, wow. So here's the thing. Life is war. Let's talk a little, let's talk a little war here. Now, Hang with me, spiritual war. 1 Peter 5.8, be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. So this is why I can't just sit around and do nothing. This is why I can't just do my day-to-day job, 8 to 5, and try not to yell in an hour of traffic, and then get home and, you know, just watch The Voice or PBS every night, Right? reading Rainbow, whatever you watch, It's like, this is why I can't just do that and then get up and do work the next day, okay? And I know we're talking about rest. Rest is good, but now I'm talking about the other six days of what we should be doing, okay? And so the enemy does not take breaks. He's not, he's not just hanging out, hoping you'll mess up. He wants to make you mess up. He wants you to slip up. He's, he's going around like a lion, prowling, looking for someone to devour. This is why I can't just do life, we can't just do life. This is why life is more than an occupation or a career. There's a, there's a destiny and purpose God has called me to, to live. There's something, something greater within me. Some of us in here, we felt there's something greater. If you don't know Jesus, you're already feeling, holy smokes, I want this Jesus. I want this thing. I, that was nuts during worship, man. That was like, holy heaven explosion going down. I'm just like, whoa. That was crazy. Just The band and the sound and the lights and everything, I felt like we were just getting ascended. It was amazing. I'm just getting wrecked with Jesus. 2 Corinthians 2.11 says, so that no advantage will be taken of us by Satan. We are not ignorant of his schemes. Satan's got schemes. He's got schemes up his sleeve. He's he's ready right now. First off, he's ready right now to distract you. Right now, he does not want you to hear the word. He doesn't want you to receive the word. He wants you to start judging um, me or whatever. He wants you to start judging people in here. He wants you to be distracted that it looks like I have my shirt untucked and it bothers you, whatever it is. He wants, he wants, you, to, he wants you to think of what you got to do today. He wants you to worry about the fight that you're anticipating with your spouse as you get out of this building. Whatever it is, he wants you to be distracted right now. The enemy is scheming right now for you to not listen because he does not want you to know this. He does not want you to know that you're an instrument of war for God. Ephesians 6 uh, verse 12 It's about the armor of God, but here's verse 12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. So struggling with my flesh is elementary. Okay, that's not the end goal. Overcome your flesh. You do that so that you can overcome kingdom of darkness. Flesh is the first thing. We need to take care of our flesh. It's amazing, I've discovered more and more As I'm getting this revelation and acknowledging and recognizing that Jesus' kingdom is unstoppable, it's ever-increasing, I'm part of something that's victorious, when I actually capture that, I find myself uh, uh, not wanting uh, desires of the flesh as much. There's like this correlation. Um, The other day, day I was getting these temptations and thoughts in my head. and, And, you know, when you're on the verge, you get a temptation, and then you're like, will I entertain it or will I not entertain it? And the right at that moment when I had to make that decision, all of a sudden I felt like I was about to vomit. Like this spiritual sickness. And I realized my spirit is sick of the desires of the flesh. And I, and I was thinking about, wow, how did I get to this point? And I was recognizing how I've been capturing this revelation within the Word. And I've been cap- capturing this, this idea in my, just my time with Jesus. And I'm like, wow, my spirit should be so sick of sin because it's death. And death is like somebody who 's full of life. death is like disgusting it 's nasty it 's like somebody who hasn 't tasted spinach and then they taste it for the first time i'm training i 'm training my son. you will not be a picky eater. You will eat this boy, so we mix some apple we mix some apple or pear with it to fool him, right we 've got to overcome our flesh so that then we can do what we 're called to do. The enemy wants us to get. All caught up in our flesh. He wants us to get caught up in all of our issues and stuff. And man, it breaks my heart sometimes when I hear when I hear out of conversation of of um, especially like I work with the youth here as a main emphasis. And so when I hear conversations where there might be a parent that is focusing so much on the struggles, the attacks of the enemy, that they're forgetting the victory that there is. Yes, the enemy is attacking. Yes, the enemy wants to do things. But what are you doing to maintain and establish victory in your home? Do things that manifest victory. Do things that you're experiencing victory. We can't just do nothing because Satan's not doing nothing. Jesus isn't doing nothing. you got to hop on, right? right? Here's the thing. We've won the war. We are in battle. Okay, I'm going all over the place right here. Hang with me. We have won the war. Now, we're, in, we're not in battle because the enemy is so strong and a meany head and you need to back off, man. Okay, that's not what we're doing. And we're not in a battle because it's like, okay. Jesus' team, all right. Devil's team, attack. And it's not like two armies going in the middle of this battlefield saying, whoever wins will take this land. We have already, we're past that. We are actually in the aftermath of a battle that has been won. You are in the aftermath of a battle that has been won. So that's not what's happening. What has happened is Jesus already took the land. The land is already his. And now what we're doing is we're removing the illegal activity of the kingdom of darkness and what Satan is doing. See, there's no stop to the increase of God's kingdom. Heaven is being fully restored on earth as we speak right now. Can you just sense it and feel it? It's like, Like heaven is being being advanced right now. As of seconds ago, heaven's even closer. His kingdom has just increased. People around the world are doing things right now to increase. We are doing it right now. Heaven is being established. is being restored on earth fully. It's happening right now. It's happening right now. Here's a major key to walk in victory. Submit to God. James 4, 7, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. So resistance, okay, before you try to resist, anybody try to resist without Jesus? What precedes resistance is submission. When I'm submitted to God, then I'm able to resist the enemy because then I don't want what the enemy has. And so it's not like I'm like, oh, I don't want it, but I kind of do, but I don't. It's like, instead, I'm all on board with Jesus. And then when the enemy says, hey, how about this? I'm like, ah, no, thanks. I feel sick when you offer that, right? So submit to the Lord. Hey, submission's huge, man. That means like your will, your plan, that's Jesus's life. Whatever the Father wants, whatever he wants me to do, full submission. So I'm able to resist because I've submitted. And then when I resist, the enemy flees. Some of us, we try to, we do it backwards. We try to like, no devil, no, please, no devil. Okay, fine, yeah, okay, that's all right, I'll do that. It's because we're not submitted to the Lord. And so we're just trying to rely on our flesh because we're worshiping our flesh and we're feeding our flesh and we're not submitted to the Lord. So we're not operating out of the Holy Spirit to have, because we have weapons of warfare are, 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 are what we have, okay? We have weapons of warfare. It's spiritual. And when I'm not submitted to God and operating in the Holy Spirit and the weapons of warfare that he's provided, I cannot destroy the enemy that has already been destroyed. Jesus will show me how to destroy him when I submit to him. Submit to God. Submit to God. I talk fast because I've got a lot to say. Yes, Satan is after you, but it doesn't matter if you're after God. It does not matter if you're after God because he will never catch you. And here's the thing too, when I'm hidden in Jesus, he can't find me. You ever, you ever, you ever notice when you're, you're stepping out now, like, I don't really want to hide in Jesus right now. I think I'm going to mess around with some stuff. That's where he finds you. He's just waiting. He's just waiting. Come out, come out, come out, wherever you are, right? Too many people are worried about Satan and his attacks. We've got to stop giving him so much attention. He's destroyed. Remind him of it. That's what you've got to do. We remind Satan that he's destroyed. He doesn't want you to know that. Jesus' kingdom is unstoppable. We were talking about that. Isaiah 9, verse 7. There will be no end to the increase of his government. No end. It's constantly increasing. And I'm like, whoa, wait a second. His kingdom is constantly increasing. That means Satan's kingdom is constantly decreasing. God's kingdom is constantly increasing. I don't know about you, but this kind of changes how I live. This kind of changes what I want to do. This actually gives me purpose. This actually makes me want to do something in life. Because if God's kingdom was not constantly increasing, what is the point other than just waiting for him to come back? Oh, Jesus, please. This is so tough. Come back. Satan, he's all over the place. The thing is, Jesus is all over the place because of all of us. First John 2, 17, the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. You see, yes, Satan is a real enemy, don't get me wrong, but he's also a real loser. He's a real, real loser, because he lost, and he does not want you to know that. The enemy wants the church to think that he's winning. He wants the church to think they can do nothing until Jesus comes back, oh yeah, go ahead and wait for Jesus because i got a lot to do. i got a lot of people to kill, a lot of people to destroy. He's come to steal, kill, and destroy. Well, this is, this is what Jesus said then to Satan after he defeated death. Well, you know whose time it is to destroy now? My children's. When you're born, boom, here, Satan knows God has, is going to use you to destroy him, to destroy his kingdom. That's why Satan loves abortion. This is why he loves babies being killed and removed, because that's one less child of God, to destroy his kingdom. What's our war over, sin and death? No, that's already been won. Jesus already conquered your sin. So this is why Jesus wants, first step, he wants to take us out of being operated out of our flesh and operate in the spirit. Once we do that, then we're able to tap into releasing his kingdom. So it's important right now, many of us, we want to be free, but yet we feel like we don't have that freedom. This morning, right now, you even sense that you're boi- it's boiling. You get the freedom in Jesus right now. It's something you say yes. It has happened. His promises are yes and amen. Jesus has delivered you. He's already delivered you. He's already freed you. You no longer have to struggle. You no longer have to struggle. You no longer have to struggle. Victory. You have victory in Jesus. This is what it comes down to. We... Gets to enforce his victory. That's what it's all about. This whole war, this whole battle, this whole thing—we enforce the victory of Jesus. So that means we're not passive in battle. That means uh, we are not in a war where both armies are fighting for a land. The land is whose? Jesus's. So we are saying, uh, excuse me, you need to get out. You need to leave. This land is no longer yours. This land is my land. This land's not your land. Right? From all over the place. You know what I'm saying? We need to start singing that. That's what we need to sing in the schools. <laughs> Psalm 144.1, Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. David had the sense and recognition. I have been made and designed for war and battle. God has equipped me and trained me. So the enemy wants you to feel defeated, Okay. You're going to get, many of us are going to get free from feeling defeated. We're going to get free from living a defeated life, feeling low, feeling belittled, and believing the whispers of the enemy. You're nothing, you're not going to do anything. You see where you are, you're going to stay there. Just wait for Jesus, just wait for him. We're going to get free from that right now. we say, no, oh, no, 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 you already lost, and you don't want me to know that. And so I'm going to find out what Jesus wants me to do, and what area of your kingdom he wants me to destroy. Man, I picture, I pictured when Jesus, so you got Jesus, baby Jesus coming on the earth, okay, and, and yeah, he came out of a natural birth, but I also picture just in the spirit realm, it was just like, sh- p- <sighs> just like this, and I remember I was saying it in youth one time, but it's like, just picture this, you know, the Terminator picture, just coming up, whoa, 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 right, it's like, what just happened, somebody from another planet, right, or like Superman launched in his little spaceship thing, and he gets discovered, it's like, the earth was never the same, because of those who were from above, right? The earth has never been the same once Jesus collided with earth. Can you just imagine how much Satan was sweating? <laughs> like how much he was freaking out like, oh, shoot. <laughs> Quick, distract everybody. So if we are enforcers of the law of the land, which is the kingdom of heaven is at this place, that means... In, the the, the the kingdom of darkness, the, the life that wants us to live in pride, that wants us to worship ourselves, worship our bodies, worship stuff, live in selfishness, live an anti-God life, an anti-biblical life, that's being destroyed. It's being removed through sons and daughters. Are y'all nervous that I've been carrying around this bat? You ever seen, you're like, you know... Like you seen those movies? Maybe you've been a part of this, but now you know that you' He was in you's greater than anybody else. But like you see those guys in the alleyway, just waiting for people, like, like waiting for the next victim. A lot of Christians we picture like that—that's how we're supposed to live. Like we're just in this big alleyway, and and, and and Satan's just swinging bats with his his dudes, and and oh my gosh, is that him? Is he attacking me? Nobody can see me. What am I going to do? I'm going to die, right? It's like instead, actually, it should be reversed, right? And then Jesus reversed it. Jesus, he totally s- switched the game. Now it's actually, it's actually Christians being like, what's up? What's going on? You're trying to attack my family? Is that what's going on, Satan? You're trying to attack my family? You're trying to destroy my marriage. Is that what you're doing? You're trying to get me addicted to other things? I see, right? Huh? Yeah. You want me to run away? you want going to just let you beat me up imagine picture this your friend beat up this dude like just really bad okay and then you and then you 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 see that dude the next day right and that dude's like i'm going to beat you up And you're like wait didn't my just friend just totally demolish you it's like the same thing right satan's like hey uh, you're nothing you're like well, uh, didn't jesus like What are you even saying? Didn't he destroy you? you got nothing to say to me. You're nothing. What if that was our response, right? Ah, war club. So there's areas that we can enforce God's kingdom, okay, in destroying any influence of darkness in our life. So your relationships, right, marriage, children, fighting, fighting. Marriage is something we fight for. The family mountain is being restored. It's being restored. I firmly believe this generation we are raising up together are ones who their grandchildren are going to still have their grandparents together. This generation is a generation that is going to stay with their spouse. And they're going to marry a Jesus-loving one because they'll be so hidden in Jesus, they find the other spouse in him as well, you know? This is where the whole attack of identity and sexuality and the confusion. We fight for identity. Here's the thing. Jesus fought for your identity. We find ourselves in him. When we behold him, we become the same image. We find ourselves in him. We're made in his image and likeness. And so this is where anything that is contrary to Scripture and what Jesus says about me, which requires me to read the Bible and pray and be a part of the church, perhaps do a few classes in here to know the truth and revelation of who I am, when I know who I am in Jesus, then anytime Satan tries to say something that's contrary, like, hey, are you sure you're you are uh, who God created you to be? That can be on multiple levels. Don't you kind of feel like you should be somebody else, do something else? That's this uh, what what does Satan do in the Garden of Eden? Are you sure? God really meant that. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure, because I read the Bible. I'm part of a church. I spend time with Jesus. Yeah. So there's, I want to make sure we understand assignment, calling versus assignment. Calling, we're all called to be sons and daughters of God. We're all called to proclaim the name of Jesus, preach the gospel. We're all called to advance the kingdom of God. Yes, yes. So you might find yourself in a situation that you totally hate. You're like, this is horrible. First off, I don't have a job. Or first off, I have a job that I hate. And I can't wait for Friday. That's why I post all those memes about celebrating on Fridays, right? It's like, you just hate life. But what if you did what you were called to do? What if you brought the kingdom wherever you are? What if you brought the kingdom in the job that you don't want to be in? Then we we'll see what happened. Now, in the process, you could discover your assignment. This is why it's really important to really plant yourself in the house of the Lord. But it's like, you get to discover your assignment. God's had a unique assignment for you. I found my assignment in, in this whole, the mountain of religion and, and full-time ministry to help equip people. But it's like, you'll find your assignment. But in the meantime, if you don't know your assignment, what if we just did our calling of advancing the kingdom wherever we are? Establishing our homes as a place where God's kingdom is present. If there's a lot of fighting and distress between, let's say, you and your child, are you reading the Bible together? Are you spending time praying together? Even with finances, Satan wants the church to be poor. He wants you to be poor. He wants you to have nothing. Now, of course, it's not about worshiping finances, but Satan wants us to be dry of all resources. He wants you to have no resources to do anything. You know, when we're a part of something that's unstoppable and it's constantly increasing, don't you think naturally everything about your life will probably increase as well? It's, it's hard to be somebody who's decreasing when you're a part of something that's increasing. It's like when I jump in on something that's increasing, everything around me, even my finances, my family, my dreams, my desires, it should all, it all increases naturally when I jump in on advancing God's kingdom. War Club. We are destroyers of darkness. Get this. Last verse. And I'll do the first passage away in closing. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not of flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. I am made to destroy. I am made. Everything God has given me is for warf- warfare. I have been equipped. So we are God's war club, but now let's flip around and imagine we're all carrying our war club. Okay? So I can, be, I can be a Christian son and daughter that, that kind of walks around like this. So I, <laughs> first off, do I see what's in my hand? And secondly, do I know how to use it? And thirdly, do I know why I have it? Right? So instead of us just kind of like, oh my gosh. Like, we're getting attacked by people. Oh, please, don't attack me. Please, stop. Stop. Please, please, Satan, stop harming me. And he's like, this is great. They don't recognize what's in their hand. I love this. Right? Instead, this is why sometimes when you feel in the time of word, receiving in church or or in worship, all of a sudden God's like, you're my war club. This is who you are. You're my son and daughter. And you're like, whoa, what is this? What do I do with this? This looks dangerous. I think I'm dangerous. Right? Matter of Michael Jackson thought he was dangerous, shouldn't we? It's one of his songs. Or <laughs> right, if I could bring the band up here. I guess I do that by just saying that, right? <laughs> You can bring yourselves up here. (laughs) So Jesus' life was all about destroying darkness and releasing light. Satan came to kill, steal, and destroy, right? But Jesus came to bring life. Jesus destroyed everything. Jesus destroyed all of the kingdom of darkness. Everything that belonged to Satan was all destroyed. No longer does Satan have the keys of heaven and earth because we have been, the, the keys have been restored in our hand by Jesus. Jesus went back down in hell for a couple of days, say, excuse me, those keys are no longer yours. Right? Took back the keys, nothing he can do about it. Phew, send it in heaven. He's like, sons and daughters, the keys have now been restored. The earth is yours. Advance our Father's kingdom. You know, Holy Spirit, phew, All right, so I'll stand up here. Yes, Jesus. When Jesus casted out demons, he pretty much said, you no longer have authority over this person, right? When Jesus healed the sick, he said, sickness, you no longer have no place because my kingdom is present now. When, a, when Jesus confronted the storm, he said, storm, be quiet. I can say that because my kingdom is present right now. Disciples, Peter, people on the boat, you can say, be quiet. Earth is our partner. Earth is submitted to the kingdom of God. Oh no, Jesus, we don't have enough food to feed all these 5,000 people. I command this to be enough, now go feed it. You see, there's this mentality of like, I'm God's war club. I'm God's war club. God wants to take you from feeling like you're weak or nothing, because the enemy wants you to feel like nothing because he knows he's been destroyed, but he wants to destroy as much as he can including you. He wants to take you down with him and your family. But Jesus already ascended you into the throne rooms, seated next to him with the Father. So that requires me to get out of the throne, get down and say, okay, Satan, I'll let you destroy me, or if I just stay up there. You know, war clubs are made of wood. What else was made of wood? You know, I, I don't know if I'm saying it right. It starts with the X zulon zolon, who knows, Okay. Some of us know here. Zulon was a word for wood that the cross was made out of. And did you know there's a correlated word, a cudgel, a club that meant the cross. The cross was the master war club to demolish the face of Satan. Word is sharper than any two-edged sword, right? Jesus was the living manifested word. We are also called to be the living manifested word. We are called to manifest the word of God. I was thinking about this Luke 4 so, so Jesus goes up to be tempted not that he so desired to be tempted by Satan and Satan tempts him and Satan asks all these questions hey if you're really if you really the son do this hey I'll give you everything in authority if you just do this I just I just could imagine in the back of Jesus' mind he was like do you understand why I'm here all this is gonna be mine in a couple years man do you really understand why I'm here? I could just imagine he's laughing inside. You're trying to give me what I'm taking back? <laughs> I just see Jesus, right? The keys, hand them over. Satan's like, over my dead body. Jesus' is like, No, over my dead body. Right? We're called to enforce. We're called to be enforcers. Here's the thing, you felt defeated. You felt uh, uh, you need some direction. You want to give your heart to Jesus. Whatever it is, right now you want to be equipped. You want to recognize the instrument of war that you are. You want to recognize what God has put in your hand. You want victory. You want to experience and taste victory. Go ahead and come up in front real quick. We just got a couple minutes. If we can't step out in front of Christians, how are we going to step out in front of non-Christians? Worried about what Christians think, are we gonna not be worried about what non Christians think, right? Get up here if you want victory, if you felt defeated, you felt like, you know what? I now realize I am called to bring destruction to the enemy because I have victory. Some of us, we've, we've tasted victory years and years ago. It's been a while since I've tasted victory. You wanna now be one who starts to maintain victory. You don't wanna be on a roller coaster ride of victory, you don't wanna be on a roller coaster ride of being defeated. hear God saying, War clubs, let me carry you! Let me use you to advance my kingdom! The enemy is afraid! He's afraid! Don't fear because I'm here. He's afraid because I'm here. That's what's going on. The reason why you feel like you can't engage or feel me or hear me or see me is because the enemy wants to distract you. Just tell him to shut his mouth. All right, right now, just receive victory. You're sitting in your chair, you get more, right? We go from glory to glory. We're never done with Jesus, there is no end to our relationship. Receive more right now. You want to come up front, you have not come up right now. Father, restore zeal in your people right now. Let us see we're not defeated. Let us see that our family is not just going to be destroyed. Let me taste victory in my marriage right now. Let me taste victory in raising my children right now. Let me taste them coming back and serving you, God. Show me, give me a glimpse. You see, heaven's being fully restored. And so we're getting tastes, we're getting glimpses of it. And I was just in tears this morning as I was just, I couldn't stop studying and preparing because God was just rocking me. It was like boiling and bubbling in me. I just, I just had to get it out. And I was just like, wow, your heaven is being fully restored. And all we've even, even the amazing things we've seen and heard of are just taste and glimpse. There's more. There's more. Heaven is released through us. Heaven is released through you. Father, deliver us from the lie that it's only pastors who make a difference in people's lives. Father, us, deliver us from the lie that we just got to sit back and relax and just hopefully we'll make it. I just hear the Lord saying, arise, arise. Now, some of us were like, hold, hold a second. Just because you're screaming, man, doesn't mean it's going to change my life. Just because you're yelling and your veins are popping out of your neck, that ain't mean nothing. First off, why are you so focused on how I look? Or why are you so focused on my tone of my voice? I just hear the Lord say, will you not focus on me right now? Will you stop relying on one person? Stop relying on one man? Why must man energize you? Do you not have my Holy Spirit? You're my weapon of warfare. You're my war club to bring destruction to the kingdom of darkness. The earth is moaning and groaning for sons and daughters to arise and be who they're meant to be. All right, so right now, anything illegal that Satan has done, any illegal access that he's had in your life, Addictions, drugs, pornography, alcohol. Lack of truth, lying all the time. Outbursts of anger. One of the fruits of the Spirit, right, is is patience, gentleness, kindness. You want to stop acting out of the flesh and the influence of the kingdom of darkness. You want to reverse and say, you know what, I'm going to receive what Jesus already did. Now here's the thing. You don't have to try to work anything up right now. I'm just listing stuff off and you say, yes, I have victory over that right now. Right now, any illegal activity that Satan has had in your life, be removed. Right now. Victory of Jesus, be realized right now. Injuries, back injuries, neck injuries, be reversed right now. Chronic illness, I will not accept you no more. This domain is full of God. This earth is God's. Heaven is here on earth. Reality of heaven, be released right now. If you need a healing in your body, be healed right now. Just receive it. It's the touch of God. Be healed right now. Sickness, come out. Nightmares, tremors, terrors. Stop! In the name of Jesus. All right, let's just hang out for a minute. Just let Jesus do his thing. Sometimes just Him, let him do his thing and the quietness is greater than crazy half-Indian yelling. Right now, let God do his thing. It's important for us to get used to being comfortable in the presence of God in the midst of silence, saying God. Right now, God wants to work. He's looking for people who will respond. He's looking for the four-year Christian veterans to still have more victory, and more freedom. He's looking, he's looking for the ones who have been hard of heart to soften up right now. It's the kindness of the Lord that leads you to repentance. If you're ready to give your heart to Jesus, I just want you to. Just lift your hand, lift your war club in the air. I want you to yell, Jesus, I give you my life. I'm not made to be destroyed. I am made to be a destroyer. I'm made to be your war club, to advance your kingdom. Sin and death has been defeated. I no longer have to wrestle with sin. I can walk in victory right now. I've been raised with you. See, I've been raised with you. Amen. If you gave your heart to Jesus for the first time, we want you to check in with us at the Welcome Center. We want to connect with you, meet you. We want to show you how to continue to maintain your victory in Jesus. All right, last thing. Then we'll dismiss those who are getting antsy in their pants. Okay? Last thing is this. If you want to make an oath, a declaration right now to be God's war club. Now, what I mean by this is, yeah, I know. God wants to use me and make a difference in the world. But if you want this zeal, this hunger, your spirit to be stirred. Your spirit to be stirred to want more of God. To really, I mean, this is a dangerous oath to make. God, use me as your war club. Remember, that's close combat. That means I, you know, even when I get off work, I'm still thinking about doing something. That means I'm going to get, you know, I don't know, involved in youth ministry and help deliver young people from, from, you know, sexual immorality or drugs. Or that means, like, I want to go to the outreach on Saturday. Or that means I'm just going to go to my neighbor's house and say, do you know Jesus? When you're making an oath to be a war club, that means you're saying... Uh, I guess I can give a little bit of uh, sluggerness and laziness, and a uh, little little extra rest. Kingdom work is busy work. Yeah. Doesn't mean you don't get rest, but that means you're busy on those six days, right? Yeah. That means you record the shows to watch on Sunday because you're busy the rest of the days. Well, I can't afford DVR, right? Well, you're made to prosper. Just to figure it out. <laughs> All right, if you're making an oath. If you're making this decoration, there's something powerful when you choose to say yes. You know, those who confess with their mouth that I am Lord will be saved. Something powerful, you know, you 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 have the power to speak life and death out of your mouth. Jesus told that fig tree, you ain't producing, curse you. We have the power to release life and death. So let's declare right now with our mouths that God, I would choose to be your instrument. So go ahead and raise up your invisible war club. I know you feel like a fool, it's okay. Jesus, Jesus needs more fools in the world. They look like fools, but really you're wise, right? The wise may look like fools to the fools, right? Say, I choose to be your war club, to be used by you, carry me. Now, right now, as you say that, I want you to subconsciously think about when you're going to let him carry you, when you're going to spend time in his presence, when you're going to be reading the word. Actually, think of the time you're going to block out to do that. When are you going to let God carry you? Let him keep you. Say, carry me. I'm your instrument. I'm an advancer of God's kingdom. And then we're just going to scream as loud as we can. It's okay if you didn't drink water today and you feel raspy. We're just going to scream, use me. Use me. And as we say that, God's going to release this burning, quenching. I remember in worship this morning... There was this moment, I was just in tears and I just felt like this, like uh, like my body was exploding of just this, I don't even know, like God is moving and I just can't handle it. That's what's going to happen. Your bones are going to be shaken. Your spirit's going to be awakened. We're going to yell, use me. On the count of three, let's just let it build. Let your spirit anticipate for you to rise and be who you're meant to be. Defeated Christian, bye-bye. Boring Christian, bye-bye. Wasting my life. Bye-bye. When you say this, you're going to take authority over your house, over your family, over your kids, over your dreams, over your desires, over your workplace, over your church, over your city. On the count of three, one. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We're here to be used by you. It's like the anticipation of them walking around the walls of Jericho. It's about to break. It's about to break. I think God loves anticipation. 2 1 more. When I say 3 we're going for we're going to say use me. Yes. Yes. over and I did I did better than pastors do sometimes you're proud of me what I meant what I, I didn't mean I do better preaching than them what I meant is I, I did my best to stick to the schedule hey remember God's got a schedule for you it's time to find out right where his war clubs go get your little war clubs from their kids classes and teach them that right have a good morning. We love you guys. Sign up for all the stuff that we're here to equip you for warfare. Have a good day.